Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you back to Mornings with Ron, and especially to this second part in our series, Life Lessons. You know, I get questioned most often about how do you come up with your messages that you deliver every week? And, you know, a lot of them come from uh, just something I have to be thinking about or something that's on my mind. Some of them come from a post or some kind of comment that I see on one of the social media sites. And some actually just come out of a conversation that I have with people that just trigger something in my head that I want to share on a particular day or a particular week, depending on whatever the messages are for that period of time. So uh, for a few weeks now, these messages, you know, I'm going to call a series called Life Lessons, and it's just basically either things that I've learned myself or things that others have taught me or things that I just feel like I want to share that maybe will help you with your own lives. The other thing I wanted to let you know is that um, I will be taking a two-week break uh, after this week. I call it a creative uh, mental health break. Um, I'm actually going to be going away to Europe for a couple of weeks, and um, so there won't be any podcasts for the next two weeks until I actually get back from that trip. So with that, let's uh, get on with this week's podcast, and we'll start with the first message that I titled, Are We Willing It or Killing It? How many times in our lives have we really wanted something, yet we never really see it come to pass? And rather than willing it, we spend most of our time killing it even before it happens. It's amazing how the universe listens to us. When we put the slightest bit of negativity out there, it somehow overpowers our intended desire, and that which we wanted never seems to happen. So let me explain. It's my belief that for something to truly come to fruition, we have to be all in. We have to see it happening and believe with all our might that there's nothing that is going to get in the way of seeing our desire come true. For it's only when we can see it in reality that we put in the work and effort necessary for the wanted outcome to materialize. Let's say, for instance, that you need a new car. You can sit back and tell yourself that you want that car and wait for the universe to deliver it to you. At the same time, you tell yourself that it's never going to happen. You won't win it, no one will give it to you, and you're never going to have the money to buy it anyway. You've killed the possibility of getting that car even before it has a chance to potentially become a reality. Now, let's say that you're all in. You know that you really need that car. You want it so bad that you give up your daily lattes and start putting extra money away in hopes that that car will become yours. You can visualize yourself sitting in that car, and you are so motivated and dedicated that before you know it, that shiny car is sitting in your driveway. To truly achieve what we want in life, we have to be all in. We have to will it to happen, and we have to put it in the work and dedication necessary to see it through. Mediocre commitment brings about mediocre results. However, true commitment brings about that which we truly desire. If we let our hearts speak to us, we will know if what we are seeking is worth the effort. If the true commitment isn't there, then it was probably never meant to be in the first place. This next message came about as a result of a quote that I saw that said, take time to make your soul happy. And I titled this one, Nourishing the Soul is Important. In my writing and my messages, I often talk about nourishing the soul. It's one of the most important things that we can do. Why? Because when our soul is right and fulfilled, almost everything else falls in place. When we're living the life we desire and making the most of what's been given to us, We are free to focus on other things that only enhance the beautiful life that we have created for ourselves. 
If our soul isn't right, we spend so much time trying to get it right that we have no time for anything else. Throughout life's journey, we have opportunities along the way to do what I call weeding the garden. We have people that sap our soul rather than feed it that we find a way to cut loose. There are bad habits that we learn to overcome that open new paths for soul feeding. We open ourselves up to allow new people and new experiences that enrich our lives and feed those pruned gardens. As a result, they replace the holes that were left. It is a constant evolution to becoming a better and brighter you. That weeding that I mentioned is incredibly important. Just like a garden, when untended, weeds begin to grow, and before we know it, those weeds have taken over and snuffed out all that is good. And once they become so strong and powerful, it becomes overwhelming and seemingly impossible to get rid of them. However, if we start with the low-hanging fruit and tackle them one by one, before we know it, they are gone and we have a whole lot of room for new growth to take hold. So is the growth with our soul. Tending to our soul is one of the most important things that we can do. There is no one that can do it for us and it has to come before the soul of anyone else. Granted, we are all part of each other's soul growth, but our ultimate responsibility is to ensure that our soul has the nourishment that it needs and that in the end it is happy and content. It is only then that it gives us the strength we need to help others achieve the same. This next message I titled, Be a Diamond, and it came about as a result of a quote that I saw that said, you're a diamond, dear, they can't break you. So in face with adversity in life, it's amazing the strength we discover that we never knew we even had. They say that life will never give us more than we can handle at any one time, but we all know that there are situations where that doesn't seem true. We are often overburdened with so much that we feel like there's no way out and definitely no light at the end of the tunnel. It is then that we have to remind ourselves that no matter what, the situation or person is never going to break us as we will find the strength that we need to endure. Think back over your life. How many times in the past have you been faced with a situation where it just seemed like the end? There was no way that you were going to be able to go on and certainly no way that the situation was ever going to resolve itself. Now, look in the mirror. You're still here. Those situations are in the past and you are left to face another day in any of life's challenges that it may throw your way. The only way people or things are going to break us is if we let them, and we have the ultimate power. They say that diamonds are the hardest substances on earth. Well, when we have true resolve and commitment, I would say those two things match the strength of any diamond that comes out of the ground. True commitment is formidable, and when we are on the path to getting what we truly want and desire, Woe is the person or thing that tries to get in our way. People break our spirits and souls because we let them. Without that permission, it is impossible for them to have an effect. Sometimes, all we need to do is give them that small opening and they begin to tear at the fabric of our soul until it's shredded. However, once we take that permission away and build the required barriers to keep their negativity out, the strength of that shell is as strong as a diamond, and there's no doubt that they will not be able to break you. Your light will be as bright as any diamond. I saw this message that said, are you having a rough day? Place your hand over your heart, and you feel that? That's called purpose. You're alive for a reason, and don't give up. So I titled this message, Your Heart is Still Beating. Do you ever have that morning where you're facing a daunting day, and you find it difficult to roll over and get out of bed? 
You know that you have to, but that work or personal situation is weighing on you so heavily that it almost makes it impossible to lift your head off the pillow. Yet, somehow you muster the strength to pull yourself together and set off to deal with whatever the day is going to bring. How and why? Because in all things, there's a purpose. Every gift of another life minute is ours for a reason. Although we don't always know exactly what it is at the time, there is a purpose for us getting that next minute, and therefore we have the responsibility to make the most of what it has to offer. Not all things that we endure are going to be easy. But when you think about it, it's those difficult times that we deal with that give us the life lessons that we need to move on to the next chapter. Heaven knows that they are not always pleasant, and often downright awful, yet we endure them and carry on because we know that we are alive for a reason. It is the point when we give up that renders it all meaningless. It is the perseverance to get through the ordeal that builds the strength that we need to carry on. In doing so, we gain knowledge through life's lessons that help make us stronger while enriching the life that we have been given. When we have purpose and commitment, our soul is nourished and we have the resolve to make our life even better than it was intended. One of my favorite things at work and in my personal life is to take no and find a way to make it yes. During that search for life's purpose, I tried to never let walls block my way without finding a way around them. I strive to never let people be the reason that I didn't succeed simply because they told me I couldn't. I knew in my heart that I was alive for a reason, and it was because of that reason that I chose to never give up. When I go to sleep at night, I often place my hand near my heart as a reminder that there is much to do as long as those beats keep going on. If you've ever seen the musical Rent, then you know what 525,600 means. In this last message, I titled, Make Your 1,440 Count. We get one chance at a minute or a day. There are no do-overs. When we get to the end of a day, can we look back and say that we made a difference? Can we look in the mirror and be happy with what we see? Do we know that the time spent in those minutes resulted in something good, even if we only planted seeds that still need to grow and mature? There are 1,440 minutes in a day. If you subtract 8 hours of those minutes for sleeping, then you have 960 minutes left to do something amazing. Sometimes those amazing things come from the task you are doing to nourish your own soul. My work in the Bring Smiles to Seniors program reminds me of that every day. In my quest to ensure that my heart is full, all of my volunteers and I touch many lives each and every day. Our cards become blessings, friendships, words of encouragement, and proof that we care for each other. And that is a beautiful thing. The thing about days are that we don't ever get to experience them twice. We may do the same activity over and over, but those 1,440 minutes are unique and unrepeatable. I don't believe that anyone wants to get to the end of those 1,440 minutes and have regret that they were wasted, although in reality that's often just what happens. Then, before we know it, 1,440 minutes have turned into 43,200 and eventually 525,600. We are left questioning where the time went and what do we have to show for it. Doing good work and good deeds nourishes our soul. It leaves us with a feeling of satisfaction that we made the most of the minutes that we have been given. One of the beautiful things in life is when we can do for others after ensuring our own well-being. Making a difference in the life of someone else is one of the reasons that we are here. When we embrace that fact and make every minute count, 
It is only then that we know and understand the purpose of our being granted every minute that we live. And there you have it, another episode of Mornings with Ron and our second episode in our Life Lessons series. I hope that you have enjoyed being on the journey with us this week. I will miss you all for the next couple of weeks as I take my mental and creative break. I hope that life is good to you while I'm gone, and I look forward to being back with you again in three weeks. So as you go out into this great big world of ours, always, always remember to be the reason that someone smiles.